Hi, <laughs> welcome back to Idiots and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. <laughs> and Rochelle just did some crazy pointer fingers at me. <laughs> I gotta are, tell you when it's recording. <laughs> I know, we are still podcasting remotely, so we're using Zoom now, so hopefully it sounds good. So every time it's time to speak, Rochelle like usually does a thumbs up at me, but this time she did like awesome pointer fingers. <laughs> You're awesome. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So today we we're talking about season five, episode 15 called Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. We start at night in a cemetery. We stop at the grave of a man named Clay James Thompson. Suddenly, hands shoot shoot up out of the ground, and Clay pulls himself out of the dirt. Gross. It's like a super classic, like, rising from the dead scene. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen really any... Have I seen any? Well, I guess you've wa- had me watch... Oh, what was the, the, the musical... The zombie musical thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Dead and Breakfast, which yeah. everyone everyone should watch. It's got um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you know, who plays Daddy Winchester, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a zombie comedy, a zombity, if you will. <laughs> and I did not come up with that. <laughs> um, but there's this in the movie. There's this like Western band who like stops the movie every like 10 minutes to sing a song about what's going on and then they become zombies in the it's just a great great movie <laughs> and by great i mean terribly bad but in that great way <laughs> i love it yeah the soundtrack is phenomenal too oh so good and now there's all this crazy shit that's going down here <laughs> so I feel good like we should just have that on like a loop for just the year 2020. Oh yes. <laughs> all together, you know. Yes. Now there's all this craziness and and nobody knows what to do and it, yeah. It is a bananas year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe I hope it, so. Maybe it won't get worse. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I'm not convinced that we're not going to have like a second wave of corona that hits and like is bad because there is so I mean and not that there's anything wrong with people going out and protesting or whatever but because there is so many people going out and protesting and like you know generally they're like peaceful and they're trying to like you know keep people or people are trying to like space themselves or whatever mm-hmm. but then you have them getting like tear gassed and different stuff like that where it's like okay people are going to be coughing and spitting and crying and like all the fluids are going to be everywhere you know and people that's right and 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 people just like by instinct you're gonna rub your face your eyes yeah you know if Mm -hmm. you get the tear gas or pepper spray or whatever so yeah yeah so i'm not convinced that we're not going to get another huge wave of it yeah things are shut down again but i'm not sure i'm not sure how things are going in washington where we are where things are slowly opening up but i know in other states where they have opened up Um, more aggressively than what we're doing here you know by phasing it open Mm -hmm. I think some states I think I think Arizona and I may be completely wrong so if you're in Arizona I'm really sorry if I'm getting this wrong but I think they just opened it up as opposed to doing it by phases and they've had a massive resurgence of it yeah so and I think there's some other states that are doing pretty bad with it too like again like it's coming back strong yeah well we're already getting more people that are getting sick just because I mean there's people here protesting um 
protesting because they wanted things to open again. And they're like, you need to open everything up. And then there's like all of a sudden, cause it takes about two weeks. Right. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, people are getting sick. And it's like, it's not the people that are protesting right now that are the problem. It's the people that did it two weeks ago because they were pissed off about things not opening up yet. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, right. so it'll be interesting with like this many, like, I mean, thousands of people, protesting all over the place like it'll be interesting to see what happens if we have another really bad wave of it I'm kind of like yeah I'm going back to work on Tuesday but also I wouldn't be surprised if we end up shutting down again because you know everything's going crazy Mm -hmm. just for context we're recording this on the 12th of June I know this won't get um, published probably for about a month but this is just the state of the world right now on June 12th so, <laughs> yeah, 12th. June twelfth. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure when this gets published, the the world will be completely different. Uh, it'll. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Because yeah. it'll probably be a month. Yeah, it'll or probably so. be a month. Yeah. So I don't know how many we have in the bank. <laughs> I think we've got not like a lot. Three. Yeah, I think we've got like three or four. <laughs> yeah. But. So. Okay. Okay. So anyway, we cut to a man lounging in his living room, watching TV and drinking a beer. Then his front door starts to jiggle like someone is trying to open it. He pauses the TV and opens the door. There's a huge storm outside, but no one's there. So he closes it again, sits, sits back down and starts his program back up. Just then his front door flies open. He closes it. And when he turns around, Clay, the zombie, is standing there covered in dirt. The man backs away from Clay and grabs his shotgun, but when he tries to shoot the gun, it just clicks. Um, Then Clay strangles the man to death. (laughs) We get our opening title sequence. I don't know why I laughed at that, but... (laughs) 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 He got strangled. Uh (laughs) Also, dude, lock your door. Okay, lock your door. Also, like, chain the door. It has, like, one of those chain link things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't do that shit. Lock it, chain it. Okay, if you have to get up and search, like, investigate something, why would you just shut the door and leave it unlocked? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like, okay, to be fair, there are plenty of small towns out there that people don't really lock their doors or anything like that because they generally don't have to worry about it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, still, like, I don't know, just the way that I was raised, like, you lock your door. If you have an alarm system, you turn it on, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you don't mess around with that. Yeah. But anyway. okay. Now I feel really weird that I giggled at the strangle thing. Um, I oh, don't so find I'm... that, I don't find that funny. Just so everybody knows. I don't know why <laughs> I, I don't know why I giggled. It was just an awkward sentence the way I wrote it. And yeah, it's fine. Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So opening title sequence, we cut to Sam and Dean getting out of baby outside a diner. Sam's on the phone talking to Bobby's answering machine. Sam says, Bobby, listen, when you get this message, call. Okay. And then he hangs up. Sam and Dean go inside the diner and Dean says, is he still not home? How far could he get in that chair? Sam says, so what do we do? Dean says, well, I guess we just do it ourselves. So the boys go over to a man sitting down waiting for them. Dean says, Mr. Wells, why don't you tell us what you saw in your own words? Mr. Wells says, call me Digger. Dean says, Digger, who gave you that name? Digger says, I did. Dean says, you gave yourself your own nickname? You can't do that. Digger says, who died and made you queen? (laughs) I love the sass on this guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like this guy. Sam says, okay, why don't you just tell us what you saw? 
Digger says, I saw Clay Thompson climb into Benny Sutton's trailer through the window. A couple of minutes later, Clay walked out, uh, Benny's, Clay walked out and Benny's dead. Dean says, and uh, is this the guy you saw? And he holds up a piece of paper with Clay's picture on it. Digger says, well, he was covered in mud, but yeah, that's Clay. Sam says, you are aware that Clay Thompson died five years ago. Digger says, yep. Dean says, and you're positive that it was this guy. Digger says, are you calling me a liar? Sam says, no, no, of course not. Look, can you think of any reason why Clay Thompson, alive or dead, would want to kill Benny Sutton? Digger says, hell yeah. Well, five years ago, Benny's the one that killed Clay in the first place. Dean says, is that a fact? Digger says, well, yeah, so-called hunting accident. Uh, not if you asked me. Clay, now, <laughs> now, if you asked me, Clay came back from the grave to get a little payback. Dean says, go on. Just then, a sheriff named Jody walks into the diner. She's it's on the Jody! It's Jody. It's her first episode. I love, love her, her so much. Yeah. She looks so young, doesn't she? Well, it's not even, I think it's her hair. Yeah, her hair is like, like her hair is so different. I didn't yeah. remember her having long ish hair, you know? Yeah, like, I didn't either. Ever. Yeah. It's just so that's, to me, that's why she looked so different. Like, I mean, she looks like, I think she said at the convention that we were just at, she said that she's in her 50s, right? Yeah. She doesn't look it. Oh, God, like, no. She, she looks really good. I think, to me, the the biggest difference was just the hair. It kind of threw me a little bit. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, she's on the phone. She says, Owen, put down the cupcake and pick up an apple, okay? Okay, love you. Jody hangs up and catches Digger's eye. She walks over. Digger says to Sam and Dean, heads up, Fargo. Judy says, Judy. It looks like I wrote Judy, but it's Jody. <laughs> I'm going to do that a bunch, I bet you. Probably. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Jody says, Digger. Digger says, Sheriff. Jody says, Gentlemen, I'm Sheriff Jody Mills. I don't believe we've had the pleasure. Sam and Dean pull out FBI badges, and Dean says, Agents Dorfman and Niedermeyer, FBI. Jody says, Welcome to Sioux Falls, gentlemen. Can I ask what you're doing here with Digger? Digger says, Well, they're doing their job. They believe me, Sheriff. Jody says, the FBI believes a dead man committed a murder. Sam says, we're just asking a few questions, Sheriff. That's all. Dean says, of course, if a dead man didn't commit the murder, then who did? Jody says, what did you say your jurisdiction here was again? <laughs> Dean says, our jurisdiction is wherever the United States government sends us. Jody says, oh yeah, how about me and your supervisor have a little chat about that? Sam says, absolutely, and pulls out a card. Jody calls the number on it, and we see inside Bobby's house. Um, he's got the phones lined up on the walls. Um, I think we've seen these phones before, but I can't quite remember. Is this the first time we see him, or have we seen him before? I don't know if we've seen him before. Okay. But there's one that's like police, FBI, you know, yeah, marshal. I, I wrote it down. Know? Yeah, one says federal marshal, another says FBI. There's a CDC one, a police one, and a health department one. So Bobby picks up the FBI one and says, Agent Willis speaking. Jody says, Agent Willis, this is Sheriff Jody Mills. Bobby? <laughs> you look suspiciously at Sam and Dean. Bobby says, excuse me? Jody says, is this Bobby Singer? Bobby says, listen, I don't know who this is, but this is Agent Tom Willis of the FBI. Jody says, bullcrap. And hangs up. <laughs> to the boys, Jody says, FBI, huh? Sam says, so, uh, you know Bobby Singer. Dean says, that is a fun coincidence. <laughs> Jody says, here's what I know about Bobby Singer. He's a menace around here. Ass full of drunken disorderlies and mail fraud. You understanding me? 
Dean says, I think we can all agree that you've made yourself perfectly clear. Yes. Jody says, so whatever the three of you are planning, it ends here now. 10-4 on that, agents. Dean says, yeah. So we cut to Bobby's house. <laughs> Dean says to Bobby, you know how many times we called? Where have you been? Bobby says, playing murder ball. Dean says, what's that smell? Is that soap? Did you clean? <laughs> Bobby says, what are you, my mother? Bite me. Sam says, Bobby, seriously. Bobby says, I've been working, you know, trying to find a way to stop the devil. Dean says, find anything? Bobby says, what do you think? Sam says, Bobby, it's just, uh, there's a case less than five miles from your house. Bobby says, what, the Benny Sutton thing? That's what this is about? Dean says, you knew about this? Bobby says, hell yes, I checked into it already. There's nothing here. Sam says, except a witness who saw a dead guy commit murder. Bobby says, what witness? Digger Wells? Dean says, yeah, so? Bobby says, so he's a drunk. Sam says, well, what about the lightning storms? They look like omens. Bobby says, except in February in South Dakota in storm season. Guys, I thought it was something too. Something, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Sam says, so who killed the guy? Bobby says, take your pick. This Benny Sutton guy was a grade A son of a bitch. There's a list of the living a year long. Wouldn't mind putting a crap, <laughs> putting a crap in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind putting a crap in his ass. <laughs> even means putting a crap in I'm like someone's ass. I'm having a human centipede oh. flashback moments. I've never even really seen that, but I've seen enough clips of it to like know that I don't want to see it. Okay, I watched it, and I made the horrible mistake of eating like an entire meal of Azteca beforehand. <laughs> so, um, I actually, I actually threw up afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty gross. I like watched it and it was horrible. And then afterwards, I was like, I don't feel so good. It might have been the bottle of wine I was drinking as well. But, <laughs> yeah, I threw it all up. Totally gross. Yeah. I... <laughs> okay. I don't so. know if I'd be able to watch that movie. I think you're frozen, Rochelle. I'm not. I'm here. Okay, you're back. Is it working? <laughs> it is working. Yeah. It just wasn't working for about 30 seconds. Could you hear me talking? Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. I'm just going to keep going. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, folks. Okay. So there's a list of the living a year long who wouldn't mind putting a cap in his ass. Dean says. <laughs> I'm never not going to like, okay, it's fine. Every time I hear that, I'm going to think about putting a crap in someone's ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Dean says, uh, so you're telling us nothing. Bobby says, sorry. It looks like you wasted a tank of gas on this one. So they leave. We cut to the boys driving past St. Anthony's Cemetery. Dean stops the car. Sam says, what's up? Dean says, isn't that the graveyard back there? Sam says, yeah, so what? Bobby's already checked it out. Dean says, and what? Bobby's never wrong? Come on, we'll take a peek and then we'll hit the road. Can't hurt. So they check out Clay Thompson's grave. Dean says, hey, does that look fresh to you? I almost said flesh. Does that look like flesh to you? <laughs> you got zombies on your mind, man. <laughs> I do. Ugh. Does that look fresh to you? Sam says, yeah, actually. So they dig up the grave and it's empty inside. Sam says, what is going on here? Dean says, I don't know, but something stinks. 
So we cut to the boys breaking into a house and looking around. Someone sneaks up on Dean and tries to hit him, but Dean throws him to the ground. The man says, don't shoot me, please. There's money in the safe. Dean says, we don't want your money. The guy says, what do you want? Anything, please. Sam says, you're Clay Thompson, right? Clay says, who are you? Sam says, um, FBI. <laughs> Clay says, FBI. Oh my God, this is about Benny. Dean says, what about Benny? Clay says, he killed me. He shot me in the back. I'm supposed to let him get away with that? Dean says, hold up. Are you confessing? Clay says, please, I'll go with you. Just don't wake my kids. Sam says, you'll go with us where? Clay says, jail. Dean says, let me get this straight. You're Clay Thompson and you died five years ago. And three days ago, you climbed out of your grave and you killed Benny Sutton. Clay says, yes. Dean says, so you are in fact a dead guy. Clay, Clay says, I guess. I don't know Just what I am. checking. Just so we're clear, your ass is dead. Yes. Or yeah. at least it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, a woman comes into the room and says, Clay, I called 911. Clay says, it's okay, honey. These men are from the FBI. They're here about Benny. Dean says, why don't you come with us, Mr. Thompson? I think that'd be best. As they're walking outside the house, Clay is slightly ahead of the boys. Dean pulls out a gun. Sam says, Dean. Dean says, he's a monster. Sam says, he's a soccer dad. Dean says, what do you want to do with him? Suddenly, the cops are there. Jody Mills says, freeze, drop your gun. Dean says, whoa, whoa, all right. Hey, remember the guy you said that was dead and couldn't possibly commit murder? There he is. Jody says, and? Dean says, and? And you're welcome for catching the undead killer zombie. Jody says, whatever he is or isn't, that doesn't give you the right to shoot him. Uh, in the that does give you the right to shoot him in the middle of the street. Clay says, shoot me. Jody says, you're free to go, Mr. Thompson. Dean says, free to go. Clay says, I can't believe you were going to kill me. Dean says, you're a zombie. Clay says, I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you come at me. <laughs> yeah. So Jody arrests Sam and Dean. So we cut to Sam and Dean in a jail cell. Dean says, so what? Sheriff's on the take? Sam says, yeah, no, the zombies are paying her off maybe. Hey, and then they see that Bobby is talking to Jody. Dean says, so what, now they're friends? We cut to Sam and Dean wheeling Bobby out of the police station. Sam says, Bobby, I thought the sheriff hated you. Bobby says, she did till five days ago. Dean asks, what happened five days ago? Dean says, the, Dean, uh, Bobby says, the dead started rising all over town. Sam says, so you knew about this? Bobby says, yep. Dean says, I think what Sam meant to say is, you lied to us. Bobby says, look, I told you there was nothing here, and there isn't. Not for you. Dean says, there are zombies here. Bobby says, there are zombies, and then there are zombies. Come with me. So we cut to Bobby's house. They've all just arrived. Dean says, you want to tell us what the hell? But then there's a woman sta uh, standing there setting the table. She says, oh, hey, I didn't realize you were bringing company. Bobby says, it's 4 a.m., babe. You didn't need to cook. She says, oh, please, I'll get us some more plates. She walks away, and Dean says, who is that? Bobby says, Karen, my wife. Dean says, your new wife? <laughs> he's like, um. <laughs> and he's kind of like, hey, you got a new wife and didn't invite us to the wedding? Like, what the fuck? You know, like, dude, yeah. not cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. But Bobby says, my dead wife. So we cut to everyone sitting at the dinner table. Dean says, this is incredible, Mrs. Singer. She says, thank you, Dean. Bobby says, that's great, Karen. Could you give us a minute? So she leaves the room. Dean says to Bobby, are you crazy? What the hell? Bobby says, Dean, I can explain. 
Dean says, explain what? Lying to us or the American girl zombie making cupcakes in your kitchen? Bobby says, first of all, that's my wife, so watch it. Sam says, Bobby, whatever that thing is in there, it's not your wife. Bobby asks, and how do you know that? Sam says, are you serious? Bobby says, uh, yeah, okay, sorry. Sam says, are you serious? Bobby says, you think I'm an idiot boy? My dead wife shows up on my doorstep. I'm not going to test her every way I learned. Dean says, so what is it? Zombies? Revenant? Bobby says, hell if I can tell. She's got no scars, no wounds, no reaction to salt, silver, holy water. Dean says, Bobby, she crawled out of her coffin. Bobby says, no, she didn't. I cremated her. Somehow, some way, she's back. Sam says, that's impossible. Bobby says, tell me about it. Sam asks, did you bury her ashes? Bobby said, yeah. Dean says, where? Bobby says, in the cemetery. That's where they all rose from. Dean says, how many? Bobby says, 15, 20. I made a list. Oh, there's Karen, Clay, Sheriff Mills. Her little boy came back. Sam says, and there were no signs, no omens? Bobby says, well, there were the lightning storms. Dean says, that's what we said. What else? Bobby opens up a Bible and reads, uh, and through the fire stood before me a pale horse, and he that sat up atop him carried a scythe. And I saw since he had risen, they too shall rise, and from him and through him. Dean says, so what, death is behind this? Sam says, death, death, like grim reaper death? Bobby says, yes. Dean says, awesome, another horseman, must be Thursday. Sam says, Bobby, why would death raise 15 people in a podunk town like Sioux Falls? Bobby says, I don't know. Dean says, you know, if death is behind this, then whatever these things are, it's not good. You know what we have to do here. Bobby says, she doesn't remember anything, you know, being possessed, me killing her, her coming back. Dean says, Bobby. Bobby says, no, no, don't Bobby me. Just listen, okay? They all listen and they can hear Karen humming. Bobby says, she hums when she cooks. She always used to hum when she cooked. Tone deaf is all hell, but I never thought I'd hear it again. So nice. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. Bobby says, look, just read Revelations. The dead rising during the apocalypse. There's nothing in there that says that's bad. Hell, maybe that's the one good thing that comes out of this whole bloody mess. Dean says, and what would you do if you were us? Bobby says, I know what I'd do. And I know what you think you got to do. But I'm begging you, please, please leave her be. So we cut to Sam and Dean sitting at the diner. Sam says, so what do you think? Dean says, there's nothing to think about. I'm not going to leave Bobby home alone with the Bride of Frankenstein. Sam says, then what do you want to do? Just walk in there in front of Bobby and blow her skull off? Dean says, if she decides that Bobby's face is the blue plate special, I'd like to be there. Sam sighs and says, fine, see what else we can find out. So we cut to Dean outside of Bobby's staring at the house. Suddenly Karen is there. She startles Dean. Karen says, oops, did I scare you? Dean says, no, no, there's nothing scary about you at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. she I don't says, know what you're talking about. Exactly. She says, feel like some lunch? Dean says, uh, I'm good, thanks. Karen says, come on, there's more pie. Dean says, I don't think that Bobby wants me inside. She says, I guess it'll have to be our secret then, huh? Come on. So we cut to Sam creeping up to Jody Mills' house and peeping through the windows. He sees Jody, her husband, and their son all cuddled up on the couch together reading a children's book. We cut back to Dean eating pie. All around the kitchen are pies. There's like 10 of them. <laughs> Dean's in heaven. I know. Whether Bobby, he would like to admit it or not. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Bobby is asleep in the other room, so Karen closes the door. 
Dean says to Karen, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you like pies. Did you bake all these? Karen says, I don't know what it is. Since I got back, I can't stop baking. Dean says, yeah, when did you have the time to sleep? Karen says, I don't. Must be the excitement. Dean says, or being dead. <laughs> Karen says, I know you don't trust me. Dean says, why would you say that? She says, come on, Dean. That's why you're here, isn't it? Keeping an eye on me? I know who you are. Just like I know Bobby's not the same mild-mannered scrap dealer I married. You hunt things. I'm a thing. I get it. Dean says, so then you know that Sam and I would never let anything happen to Bobby. He's like a father to us. Karen says, I understand, and he's lucky to have you looking out for him, Dean, but you're not the only one. Dean says, is that so? She nods and says, I remember everything, you know, when I died, that demon taking over my body and the things it made me do, and Bobby having no choice but to, well, you know what he did, but I can see it in his eyes when he looks at me, the guilt, it weighs on him. Dean says, so why don't you just tell him that you remember? Karen says, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you've never been in love. <laughs> He's my husband. My job is to bring him peace, not pain. So we cut to Sam knocking on a front door of a house. Um, oh, before we move on, okay, I kind of like Karen. I like her, but she's almost like too calm about everything that's going on. Like, okay, if I died and I came back, I would have some questions, you know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know, I wouldn't just be like, well, okay, I'm going to bake pies now, you know? Like, yeah. No, like to me, she just, like, the whole thing seemed a little bit off. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, for sure. The whole thing is off. But in general, I like that she's, I mean, genuinely loves Bobby and oh, wants yeah. to take no, care I, of him. And... I don't dislike that part of it. I just, I think that it's just the whole thing's fishy. That She's almost oh, yeah. like too nice and too calm. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Like that's what, it makes me suspicious. I don't not like her, but it makes me suspicious of her. Yeah. Know? Oh, for sure. <laughs> So we cut to Sam knocking on a front door of a house. He yells, Mrs. Jones? No one answers. Then he notices blood on the porch leading to the door, so he breaks in. He says, Ezra Jones? He hears someone coughing and investigates. He finds a very sickly looking lady on a bed. She is sketchy looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Her face is falling off and all yep. that. Sam says, Ezra Jones? The lady is coughing. Her eyes look milky and her face is bleeding. She motions Sam to come closer. Sam does. He says, uh, what is it? You think maybe you could tell me from here? But she, motioned, but she motions him closer. He says, yeah, I'm going to regret this. I mean, you if are you gonna know that, him. then why are you doing it? <laughs> yep. He gets closer and she throws him on the floor next to a dead man. Then she pounces on him. Nasty white stuff drools out of her mouth onto his face. Disgusting. I think she's, I think she's trying to bite him. Her mouth is wide open. Um, yeah. She wasn't really like close to him. Like she was like sitting on him, but she wasn't like, didn't have her face near him. So I wasn't sure. I mean, she exactly. kind of did here and there. Yeah. I think she was trying to bite him though, for sure. She's trying to eat something. Okay. Sam grabs his gun and shoots her in the head through her mouth and she dies. So we cut to Sam and Dean with Bobby. Bobby says, keep your damn voices down. Karen's upstairs. Dean says, oh, I'm sorry. We're a little tense right now. Who's old lady Jones? Bobby says, uh, first one to come up. Sam says, first one to go bad. Bobby says, ah, she was always a nutty broad. Dean asks, nutty how? Nutty like the way she ate her stomach, her husband. <laughs> nutty like how she ate her husband's stomach? Was that the level of nutty she was in life? Bobby says, no. 
Dean says, look, Bobby, I feel for you, but you have, uh, but you have got to acknowledge that you're not exactly seeing this straight. Sam says, Bobby, whether you admit it or not, these things are turning. We have to stop them, all of them. Bobby pulls out his gun and says, time to go. Dean says, what? Bobby says, you heard me, off my property. Sam says, or what, you'll shoot? Bobby says, if Karen turns, I will handle it, my way. Dean says, this is dangerous. Bobby cocks his gun and says, I'm not telling you twice. So Sam and Dean leave. Uh, Dean drives them just off the property and then parks. Dean says, he's crazy. Sam says, it's his life, Dean. Nope, he says, it's his wife, Dean. <laughs> I mean, also, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, both are true. <clears throat> Dean says, so he goes full metal jacket on us? We're his family, Sam. Sam says, look, man, bigger fish, okay? I mean, we got a bunch of zombies about to turn this town into a giant chew toy. Okay, I got to take a drink or I'm going to die. No, you're fine. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I got to do it. I got to do it now. It's fine. Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> the giant chew toy situation is... Ugh. Okay, this is why I don't, like, watch zombie stuff usually because it's, like, just too, ugh, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to really like zombie things and like um, post-apocalyptic um, movies and books and stuff, but um, which a zombie movie is a post-apocalyptic type thing yeah. um, or an apocalyptic type thing, whatever. Um, but they're always, there's always so much family drama in them. Mm -hmm. And it really, it really makes me sad. Like, it's too hard for me to watch now. You know, yeah. there was like someone in the family is slowly turning into a zombie or you can't find somebody in the family and it's all about family. Yeah. You know, like if it was just about the like gore and the horror of it, like that would be totally perfect. <laughs> but yeah. well, I like that stuff, but, but yeah. there's too much family drama. So it just stresses me out. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, Dean says, yeah, and he's alone in the house with, uh, okay, <laughs> Dean says, yeah, and he's alone in the house making pie with one of them. Sam says, all right, so, Dean says, so, I'm going to have to go back there and kill her. That's the only thing I can think of. Sam says, if he sees you, you're a dead man. Dean says, well, then I guess I won't let him see me. Sam says, okay, I'll head to town and rescue everyone. Should be easy. Sounds like I'm going to need some help. Dean says, what about the sheriff? Sam says, uh, last time I checked, the sheriff was pretty pro-zombie. <laughs> Dean says, well, I guess you'll just have to convince her then. Sam asks, how? Dean says, I don't know. You're just gonna. So we cut to Jody. She's putting a wet washcloth on her son's head. She says, there, does that feel better, honey? Her son is not looking well. <laughs> he looks kind of sketchy, not gonna lie. Yeah. He looks dead. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he says, I'm so hungry, mommy. Jody says, oh, I know, I know. Mommy's going to make you some soup, okay? So we cut to Jody and her husband in the kitchen. Her husband's on the phone. He says, I don't know what else to tell you, Doc. We checked the thermometer three times. His temperature is 111 degrees. Jody holds out her hand for the phone, and her husband gives it to her. Her child yells from the other room, I'm hungry. Jody says, can you take that into him? He grabs the soup and heads over to the kiddo. So we cut to Dean creeping around Bobby's salvage yard. Inside the house, Bobby says, Karen, stay away from the windows. Karen? He hears some glass shattering and finds Karen on the floor. She says, I'm okay. I just got dizzy. He touches her face and says, you're burning up. She says, oh, I'm okay. I just need something to eat. 
I'll be fine, really. And she starts to cough. Don't and give she, her something to eat. <laughs> don't give her yeah, she starts to cough and you can hear like liquid hitting the floor when she coughs. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. So we cut to Jody on the phone. She says, I don't know how to explain it, doctor. That's why we're calling you. And then she hears a commotion in the other room and hurries to investigate. She finds her son eating her husband, who is dead. Disgusting. Ugh. I'm glad that they didn't actually like show it. I mean, I'm fine with it. They the kinda did. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like you didn't see him ripping him apart or anything, but he's definitely like, was he still chewing even? You know, like he was, yeah. he was definitely caught in the act. <laughs> yeah. Her son stands up and um, slowly starts to walk towards her, holding an intestine. Cool. Yeah. Suddenly Sam is there. He grabs her and says, let's go. They run outside and Jody yells, my husband. Sam says, leave it. He's dead. Jody said that Jody says that was not my son. Sam says, you're right. It wasn't. Listen, Sheriff, your town is in danger. People are in danger and we have to help them now. Can you do that for me? Can you focus for me, Sheriff? She shakes her head and cries. Then she asks, how do we put them down? Sam says, headshot. She says, we're going to need weapons. Sam says, we can start by rounding up everyone we can find. Where is there a safe place we can take people? She says, jail. Sam says, right. Sam pulls out his gun and says, just give me a minute. Jody stops him by grabbing his arm. Then she lets him go into the house. We hear a gunshot and Jody starts to cry. Ooh, and I cried too. <laughs> I totally cried. I don't remember crying the first time I watched this episode, but now just being invested in the character of Jody yeah. and having a son myself, mm -hmm. you know, I would, I just like burst into tears. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I... It's I'm definitely interesting. I like, uh, one of the things that I like rewatching um, the series for is like, because now that we've seen, like, we know what happens up until what they've aired, you know, right? like almost to the end. And so it's kind of like, you, you don't really like realize the things that matter until mm -hmm. you watch it again. And then there's all, I mean, you're all like constantly learning something new every time you rewatch it, but right. Um, also, because you're invested in the character, then you see them, you know, in earlier stuff and you see stuff that happens to them and it, like, is worse because <laughs> you're like, oh, I like them, even though, like, at the time you didn't even really know them in the show. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's totally true. So. Okay, so we cut to Bobby. Karen's lying in bed while Bobby holds her hand. She says, I'm so hungry, Bobby. Bobby says, I'll fix you something to eat in a minute. She says, I can feel it. It's happening. Bobby says, it's going to be all right. Karen says, no, it's not. I'm turning, Bobby. You know I am. She looks over at Bobby's gun and says, it's okay. Do it. Bobby says, no way. She says, please. He says, no. She says, I remember. Bobby says, you remember what? She says, everything. The demon inside me, you killing me. I remember. Bobby says, then you know why I can't do it again. She says, I remember something else, too. When I came back, there was a man. Bobby says, what do you mean, a man? She says, at the grave. He was so thin, like a skeleton. He told me to give you a message. Bobby says, me? Why didn't you tell me this before? Karen says, you've seen so much. I just wanted to see you smile. Bobby says, well, what was the message? So we cut to Dean breaking into Bobby's house. He hears a gunshot and yells, Bobby. He runs into Bobby's room and sees Karen dead in the, dead in the bed. 
Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say dead in the head. Dead in the head. It looks like I wrote head. <laughs> dead in the head. Uh, Karen is dead in the bed. Bobby's still holding her hand. We cut to Sam and Jody and a bunch of townsfolk in the sheriff's office. Sam says, all right, if I hand you a gun and you see a dead person, I don't care if it's your friend, your neighbor, or your wife, you shoot for the head. That's the only way we survive. A man says, uh, you mind telling us who the hell you are? Sam says, a friend of Bobby Singer's. The guy says, town drunk. <laughs> Sam says, no, I thought, I thought he was the town drunk. And he looks over at Digger. The man says, who told you that? Sam says, Bobby Singer. I love that Bobby is known as like the town drunk. I just think that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Sam says, stay sharp. I'll watch the front door. So we cut to Dean uh, loading up Bobby's van. He says, you know, Bobby, if you want to sit this one out, Bobby says, let's just get going. But then they hear some noises in the salvage yard. Dean goes to check it out while Bobby waits by the van. Suddenly uh, there's noises close to Bobby. So he starts yelling for Dean and shooting his gun. Then Dean gets tackled by a zombie. They fight. Then Dean shoots the zombie's head off. <laughs> Bobby shoots it up. Yeah, Bobby shoots a couple of zombies and then one pulls him out of his wheelchair. Dean shoots the zombie and he dies. Bobby's laying on the ground and he says, "A little help here." <laughs> so Dean, so Dean gets him back in the chair and they rush inside the house. Dean says, "Got any more ammo? I'm low." Bobby says, "Yeah, we got plenty. Just run past the zombies. It's in the van where we left it." I love how snarky Bobby is. Like, he's just so much sass. It just kind of, you know, it makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, he's just having a really bad day, and he doesn't know how to control his shit. Oh, no, you know but I mean, mean, that's how he is all the time, though. He's always kind of snarky and, you know, sassy or whatever, and I just think it's hilarious. I like yeah, it. <laughs> I like it, too. <laughs> Dean says, a simple no would have been fine. What are they all doing here, anyway? Bobby says, I think I get it. Dean says, what? And they hear a window break. Bobby says, oh, that ain't good. Then a zombie comes down the stairs and Dean shoots it. A zombie busts through a window right in front of them and Bobby shoots it. Dean says, I'm out. Bobby says, me too. Then there's a ton of zombies in the house. Dean gets himself and Bobby into a small closet. Bobby says, kind of a tight fit, don't you think? Dean says, it's all right. They're idiots. They can't pick a lock. The zombies are pounding on the door and suddenly the pounding stops. Then the lock is being picked. <laughs> it's like, good job giving him an idea, you idiot. <laughs> I know, right? Bobby says, don't you ever get tired of being wrong? Dean says, I'm making this stuff up as I go. Sue me. <laughs> the door opens, and Dean starts hitting zombies in the head with the butt of his gun. Then Sam is there, and he yells, get down. So Dean and Bobby duck, and Sam and Jody kill all the zombies. Sam says, are you okay? So we cut to the cemetery. The boys are burning all the bodies. Jody's with them. Dean says, well, if there's any zombies left out there, we can't find them. Sam asks, how are the townspeople? Jody says, pretty freaked out. Hell, traumatized. A few of them are calling the papers. As far as I can tell, nobody's believed them yet. Sam says, would you? She shakes her head. Sam says, how are you holding up? And she doesn't respond. Dean says, is that everyone? And nods at the fire. Sam says, all but one. We cut to Bobby burning his wife's body on his own property. Sam and Dean walk up to join him. Bobby says, so, thinking maybe I should apologize for losing my head back there. Sam says, Bobby, you don't owe us anything. Dean says, hey, look, I know, I, don't, I know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hey, look, <laughs> I don't know squat from Shinola about love, but at least you got to spend five days with her, right? Bobby says, right, which makes things about a thousand times worse. She was the love of my life. How many times do I got to kill her? Sam says, are you going to be okay, Bobby? And Bobby shakes his head, then says, you boys should know. Karen told me why death was here. Sam says, what do you mean? 
Bobby says, I know why he took a small, I know, blah, blah. <laughs> you can Bobby do says, it. <laughs> I, know. I can do it, I swear. <laughs> Bobby says, I know why he took a stroll through a cemetery in the sticks of South Dakota. He came for me. Death came for me. He brought Karen back to send me a message. Dean says, you, why you? Bobby says, because I've been helping you, you sons of bitches. I'm, I'm one of the reasons you're still saying no to Lucifer, Sam. Dean says, so this was like a hit on your life? Bobby says, I don't know if they wanted to take my life or my spirit. Either way, they wanted me out of the way. Sam says, but you're going to be all right, right, Bobby? Bobby just looks at him and credits. Okay, so my thoughts on this episode. First of all, at the very beginning with the guy, I don't remember what his name is, but he's the guy that's like sitting there in his living room, like watching TV and checking the door, all that, that guy. Uh, Benny. Okay, Benny. Benny. Yeah. Thank you. He has got holes in the crotch of his pants. (laughs) Oh, really? I did not notice his crotch. (laughs) I mean, I didn't. Okay. But like they they show a shot of like pretty much just like a crotch shot of him and he's got like holes in his pants in the crotch. And I'm like, what? Ah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Yeah, that's not cool. Why do we need that? Yeah, but yeah, that's when you need some new jeans. Yeah, if you've got holes in the butt or in the crotch or really, I mean, okay, like the knee, like the fashionable holes, like in the knees or whatever, that's one thing. But like, if you've got crotch holes in your pants, (laughs) they're done. Yes, move along, get some new ones. Yep. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that was kind of a weird like why do you have to show his crotch holes anyways (laughs) that sounds weird (laughs) it does sound weird (laughs) (laughs) also okay is this the only time I don't think it's the only time necessarily that Sam and Dean get busted for like faking being some sort of law enforcement or whatever but like it's one of the very few times. Yeah, it like, happens a couple other times. I can't be more specific than that, but um, but it does happen a couple more times. Yeah, sure. I was going to say, like, I think it happens again, but it doesn't happen very often, and they're constantly impersonating somebody, so I thought it was kind of funny that like, yeah. this was like, ha, 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 yeah. got caught, dummies. I you know, know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love the way they got caught, too. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good one. Um also, okay, the zombies don't really, I mean, like, people are kind of accepting them back as being dead, which, first of all, I think is ridiculous, you know, like, if somebody's been dead for that long, I'd be like, you're not right, please don't come in here, you know, mm-hmm. but, like, also, they don't look alive, you know? No, <laughs> so, they like, look pale and kind of dark around the eyes. And- yeah, like, why is there not more questions being asked? I guess you're just supposed to, people are just so thrilled to have their loved one back. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but I feel like I would still be suspicious, you know? Oh, like, God, yeah. Totally suspicious. Uh, I don't think I would be as, I don't think I'd be quite as accepting. You know, yeah. like, not that I wouldn't be happy to see, at first I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, whoever. But then, at, but then I'd be like, but wait, you know? Like, yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> you did what's yeah. going on <laughs> yeah but yeah so also poor bobby and jody oh my god like just poor them you feel so bad for bobby because this is like one of, he's not super vulnerable a lot so like this is one of his moments of you know 
just like sweet Bobby, you know? Yeah. It is so sad. You can tell that him and his wife genuinely love each other. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. It broke my heart. This episode broke my heart. I don't really like this episode because it was just too sad. I, I don't mind this episode, but it's definitely... I don't hate it, but I just, I hate feeling so bad for Bobby. Favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I totally forgot that Jody's son was already dead. You know, like... Me too. Yeah. I thought that he died in the episode. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I thought, like, and I don't remember, like, I didn't remember how it happened or anything, but I do know that, like, oh, well, this is the episode that her, you know, her son and her husband die, but I didn't remember that her son had already been dead once and that he was one of the zombies. Like, I just, right. I don't know what I thought, but I... I thought that the husband and the son died in the... Well, I thought the son died in the episode and then came back as a zombie in the episode and then killed the husband. Oh, yeah, no, Who I maybe don't. then came back as a zombie himself. Yeah. So I remembered completely wrong. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even remember. I just thought that they were both alive and then they died in the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, okay, here's the thing. I have a bone to pick with a lot of Supernatural fans right now because everybody's all the time talking about how they haven't done zombies yet. They haven't done zombies yet. And like, they did. They've done they it. Did. This is now the second time. You yeah, know? this is the second zombie episode. And there's one more in like season 14. I think the last episode of season 14. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's the zombies third. that happen without giving away anything. Yeah. But yeah, like it's it's interesting because up until that episode, everybody's like, oh, this is our first zombie episode. And it's like, and nope. I, I maybe mean, I've totally been like caught up in that like oh yeah I don't remember zombies but then it's like wait this was like an entire zombie episode like yeah I don't know everybody's like we need to see them with zombies it's like you already did (laughs) yeah but you're right yeah so okay (laughs) my last thought which is all is pretty gross so the soup that Jody made for her son kind of looked like the stuff that came out of the old lady's zombie's mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did a little bit. Oh, God, that stuff was so gross when she was, like, coughing it out onto Sam's cheek. Oh. Yeah, it was gross. It was, like, milky looking. I was like, no, not your ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, not his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was gross. That, that was, was so pretty gross. nasty. Uh, but, it kind of reminded me of Twin Peaks for some reason. Not that that exact thing happens in Twin Peaks, but, like, it was just a very Twin Peaks moment. See, I haven't seen much of Twin Peaks other than I think like two episodes, right? Yeah. Oh, so. that's a good one. You're going to have to watch that too. Yeah. But, you know, if there's one show that I want you to watch above all others, it's Doctor Who. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, I got, there's. there's I know you so got many. a lot. I know you got a lot. <laughs> so many shows. <laughs> yep. But at some point, I will probably get to it. I can't promise that. I know. But I probably will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once I feel like once we're done with super once supernatural is done and then once um we're done with the podcast which is sad but whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll pro- we're going to have to figure out some sort of other thing to maybe podcast on depending on where yeah. we're at, you know. We might be right. totally burned out of podcasting by then but <laughs> maybe yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not but um at that point we'll have to figure out a different show to watch and Mm -hmm. chances are it's going to be one of the ones that you've seen that I haven't so it'll be like uh you're re-watching it and I am 
like seeing it for, it for the, the first, first time. time. So that'll that could be, be a really interesting, yeah, that'd be an interesting dynamic, I think. Yeah. Be like, do not tell me anything. <laughs> oh, it'd be so hard for me not to give you spoilers. I can do it, but it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah. So I, I think we, and I think you said that you want to do that with Doctor Who, although Doctor Who is another, like, it'll take us 10 years to get through this. Well, actually there's, um, I can't remember how many seasons, Ooh, but there are only like 10 episodes a season. Oh, okay. So That's it wouldn't be then. anywhere, anywhere near. Um, let's see. It started in 2005. So it's been about around, but there hasn't been a new natural. season, ever, but there hasn't been a new season every year. Oh. So yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out how many episodes there are. <laughs> we'll figure something out. <laughs> it's nowhere near supernatural length for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe Doctor Who then. Yeah, I hope so. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Doctor I think Who. you're really going to like feeling the terrible emotions <laughs> that will make you feel. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what was your favorite um, moment from the episode? Oh, my favorite moment was when um, Jody was like, let me talk to your supervisor mm-hmm. to Sam and Dean. And so Sam gives her a card and she calls the number on it and we see all of Bobby's phones. Yeah. And, um, and she was like, you know, saying blah, blah, blah. And Bobby said something and she was like, Bobby? Bobby Singer? <laughs> and he was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Sam and Dean are like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was like, uh, got caught with the hand in the cookie jar sort of moment. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. thought that was so great to see Bobby get caught. So. Yeah. That, I think that was my favorite moment. And then also um, when Digger was like, who died and made you queen to, yeah. <laughs> to Dean? <laughs> like, that was that was another good one, but yeah, I think my favorite one also was the when Bobby got caught. Jody was like, "Um, hello," you know, like, yeah, no, he's no, like no. this is Special Agent Blonde. She's like, "Bullshit." This <laughs> is Bobby up. Singer. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love that. You get the sense she's dealt with him so many times that she knows she, his voice. At this yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. So, um, the interesting facts for this episode as I'm trying to pull them back up. Okay. Um, so it says, this is the first appearance of Sheriff Jody Mills, uh, portrayed by Kim Rhodes, but she becomes a semi-recurring character in the series, um, which I mean, spoiler, not really, you know, no, huh? um, Carrie Fleming was cast as Karen Singer since Elizabeth Marlowe, who had played her in season three's dream, a little dream of me was pregnant. Um, the producers thought it would be too weird even for supernatural to feature a pregnant zombie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe a little. Um, Fleming had previously played a different character in seasons two in My Time of Dying. I thought she looked kind of familiar. Who is she in My Time of Dying? That's the one know. where John dies. Is that the one where John dies? Yeah. So. No, it's not the no, one. It's not. Yeah, it is. It is, is the it? one where it is the one where John dies. Yeah, it's where Dean's in the hospital as a ghost. So she must be like a nurse or something. Yeah, that's going to really bug me. I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah, I don't hmm. know. She looked vaguely fam- familiar, but I don't know why. She, we know she, did she play Tess? No. Or Tessa huh? or whatever? No, 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 no. That actress I was going to say, different younger. hair color, but it could very well have been dyed, you know. Yeah, no, not her. Okay. <clears throat> um, it says the agent names in or the blah, 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 blah. the agent names the brothers used in this episode are Dorfman and Niedermeyer. 
Uh, Kent Dorfman and Doug Niedermeyer were both main characters in National Lampoon's Animal House from 1978. Um, Sheriff Mills was Jim Beaver's character's name on Harper's Island. So apparently Jim Beaver played somebody named Jody. No, just Mills. Mills. Yeah, well, he was a sheriff in Harper's Island. Oh my God, I love that show so much. (laughs) Haven't seen. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, we didn't watch it. I remember seeing a movie at one point that Jim Beaver was in, and he was, like, a lot younger than he is now. He was Harper's, like a- Island, Harper's Island happened after Supernatural started, and um, it's a TV show. Okay, so I'm not thinking of the same thing. I'm thinking of right. a movie that he was in. Yeah. That he wasn't, like, a very big role, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But he was a lot younger. Because at first I couldn't, I was like, that guy looks familiar. And I'm like, holy crap, it's Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no. (laughs) Um, So yeah, anyways, um, where am I? Oh yeah. In an earlier episode, Lucifer Rising, Dean makes a reference to the kids TV show, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Um, Kim Rhodes, who plays Sheriff Jody Mills, played Zach and Cody's mother, Carrie, on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Goes from dealing with two boys that get in trouble all the time to another two boys that get in trouble all the time. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, so Sam refers to Bobby's hometown as a podunk town like Sioux Falls. Um, Sioux Falls is actually the largest city in South Dakota with approximately 160,000 people. Okay, that's what I thought. When they said podunk, huge. I was like, hmm, isn't it way bigger than that? Yeah, no, it's pretty big. Yeah. Um, it seems like almost everybody that I know that's from South Dakota is from Sioux Falls. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which is like, okay, two people, but still. Yeah. <laughs> um, it says, in the prologue, Benny Sutton is sitting in his recliner watching a wildlife documentary with his crutch holes! <laughs> anyways, on TV about Will the Beast being hunted. Um, at the same time, he's being stalked by Clay Thompson, who has risen from his grave to kill Benny. Uh, the documentary action and narration mimic exactly what's happening in the scene as Clay stalks Benny and moves in for the kill. Mm-hmm. I, I liked how they did that. Yeah, I thought they did that good. I didn't write it like that because I didn't want to write down the whole TV thing. But Yeah, no, it would have been a pain in the butt. But yeah, but it was cool. Yeah. Um... It says, on the phone, a doctor evidently doesn't believe Sheriff Mills' son has a fever of 111. Um, That's because folks always die before they get that hot. At 105, a hospital will start packing you in ice. 107, you'll start having multiple organ failures and brain damage. And at 108, you have a 50-50 chance of dying. Okay. I'm all of a sudden very anxious. Why? I don't know. That just made me really anxious. (laughs) Okay, you're probably um, not ever going to have a 105 degree temperature. Oh, I totally have, but I was well, a kid. probably not again. Yeah. <laughs> and you're definitely not going to have 108. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, just got anxious. That's fine. That's I fine. think the highest I've been is 104. Yeah, I was 105, I think, when I was like eight. And my dad shoved me in a bathtub full of ice. I mean, as you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would probably start doing ice packs or something at mm. 103, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, putting, like, peas or, like, actual ice packs on your body just to, like, you know, your neck, your face, you know, your sternum or whatever to, like, cool mm-hmm. you down. Yeah. But um, it says, don't love 
or don't know love from Shinola, uh, Dolly Parton's song of that name was playing on an old slang phrase for total ignorance, uh, don't know shit about Shinola. <laughs> in 1877, the shoe polish Shinola came out on the market um, until the product line was dropped in 1960. It was the most popular shoe polish in the USA. Granted, shoe polish and excrement are both brown and semi-solid, but being unable to tell the difference takes a whole, uh, being unable to tell the difference takes a whole new level of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay i was wondering what shinola was shoe polish yeah okay <laughs> um it says dean tells bobby i don't know love from shinola which is the line from um dolly parton's song um and then on the phone with the sheriff bobby gives the false name fbi agent tom willis uh tom willis is a character on the jeffersons oh okay which i I don't think I've ever seen the Jeffersons. Isn't that the like Hanna Barbera cartoon? It's a yeah, it's like a futuristic cartoon. Thing. Oh yeah, I watched that a lot when I was a kid. I loved that show. That was a good one. Yeah, my brother watched it. I think. Yeah, I was never into cartoons. I just wasn't. Yeah, that's okay. Like eh, some of them are okay, but I I didn't really get into them like I did the you know Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens and that sort of yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lizzie McGuire. Anyways, <laughs> um, it says, when Sam, Dean, and Bobby first realize that they are dealing with one of the four horsemen, uh, Dean raises a hand to rub his face in annoyance and says, it must be a Thursday. Um, they had already come up against two of the horsemen in previous Thursday night shows. Uh, the first five the first five seasons of Supernatural originally aired on Thursday night before moving to Friday night in the sixth season. Okay. So, uh, another Thursday night drama, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, getting a little meta there i know right <laughs> um it says dead men don't wear plaid gets its name from a 1982 movie starring steve martin um in the movie steve martin's character interacts with characters from old black and white movies um these movies include suspicion from 1941 and notorious from 1946 the bribe from 1949 postman always rings twice in 1946, uh, Double Indemnity um, from 1944, and Deception from 1946. Uh, by splicing the old scenes with the new scenes, the new actors were able to interact with many actors that had passed many years before, much like the deceased people in this episode interacted with their still living loved ones. Ah, okay. So, kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that seems like a lot of work, though. I mean, oh, yeah. it would be worth it, but it definitely, I guess they didn't have the, um, the same sort of technology that we have now mm -hmm. in, what was that, in 82, yeah, so, like, you know, with the Star Wars movies, now they can, like, CGI the face onto somebody else or whatever, so it looks like the person, and just, like, take old sound clips from them and mm -hmm. do whatever, yeah. but, um, anyways, um, so, hold on. Where am I? Okay. Our research from t uh, this week is, oops, gone. There we go. Okay. Never mind. I was like, oh no. It is, of course, off of zombies. Um, so this is like the origin of zombies and kind of like things what about What did we zombies. do before? I know we did something zombie-ish before. What, we what did. So we talked about um, different like stories that people had um, come up okay. with about, you know, zombie-like 
occurrences and all that sort of stuff. So it wasn't right. like anything about zombies per se. It was oh, like I remember. It was like one of the stories was that like guy in Florida who like ate that man's face. Yeah, it's that like, kind of stuff. It was yeah. stories about it. Okay, I remember. Yeah. Um, so this is off of history.com. Um, and it says the zombie often portrayed as an undead flesh eating decaying corpse has enjoyed a popularity surge in recent years. Um, whether they're devouring their prey in the walking dead or getting their groove on in Michael Jackson's thriller video, uh, zombies dominate pop culture, but are zombies real? And like many other monsters, which are mostly a product of superstition, religion, and fear, uh, zombies have a basis in fact, and several verified cases of zombies have been reported from Haitian voodoo culture. Um, it says zombie traits. Uh, a zombie, according to pop culture and folklore, is usually either a reawakened corpse with a ravenous appetite or somebody bitten by another zombie infected with a zombie virus. Um, zombies are usually portrayed as strong but robotic beings with rotting flesh. Their only mission is to feed. They typically don't have conversations, although some may grunt a little. <laughs> <laughs> The origin of zombies, it says the ancient Greeks may have been the first civilization terrorized by a fear of the undead. Um, archaeologists have unearthed many ancient graves which contained skeletons pinned down by rocks and other heavy objects, assumedly uh, to prevent the dead bodies from reanimating. <laughs> kind of weird, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. Zombie folklore has been around for centuries in Haiti, possibly originating in the 17th century when West African slaves were brought in to work on ha um, Haiti's sugarcane plantations. Why can't I speak right now? Um, <laughs> brutal conditions left the slaves longing for freedom. Uh, according to some reports, the life or rather afterlife of a zombie represented the horrific plight of slavery. Interesting. Um, mm. So zombies and voodoo. Uh, voodoo, sometimes spelled um, V-O-D-O-U or V-O-D-U-N, kind of yep. odd, um, is a religion based in West Africa and practiced throughout Haiti um, and the Caribbean, Brazil, American South, and other places with the African heritage, or with an African heritage. Heritage. English. I can do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> many people who follow the voodoo religion today believe zombies are myths, um, but some believe zombies are people revived by a voodoo practitioner known as, uh, I'm going to Bokor? Oh, I don't know. I just murdered it, I think. <laughs> okay. Bokors have a tradition of using, um, herbs, shells, fish, animal parts, bones, and other objects to create concoctions, including zombie powders, um, which contain tetrodotoxin, oh, tetro a deadly neurotoxin found in pufferfish and other marine species. Um, used carefully at sublethal doses, the tetrodotoxin uh, tetrodotoxin, good grief, combination may cause zombie-like symptoms such as difficulty walking, mental confusion, and respiratory problems. Um, high doses of tetrodotoxin, that is, we're <laughs> doing fine, uh, can lead to paralysis and coma. Um, this could cause someone to appear dead and be buried alive, then later revived. Mm. Um, the real zombies reported in medical journals. It says, although it's rare, there are several credible reports in medical journals of people using these compounds to induce paralysis and in people um, then revive them from the grave. Uh, a 1997 article in the British medical journal, The Lancet, um, described three verifiable accounts of zombies. 
Um, in one case, a Haitian woman who appeared to be dead was buried in a family tomb only to reappear three days later. Um, an investigation revealed that her tomb was filled with stones and her parents agreed to admit her to a local hospital. Um, in another well-documented case, a Haitian man named uh, Clairvius Narcisse um, entered a local hospital with severe respiratory problems in 1962. After he slipped into a coma, Narcisse was declared dead and was buried shortly thereafter. But 18 years later, a man walked up to Angelina Narcisse in a village marketplace, marketplace insisting she was his sister. <laughs> um, doctors, townspeople, and family members all identified him as uh, Clairvius Narcisse, who claimed he'd been buried alive, then dug up and put to work on a distant sugar plantation. Which, okay, I was oh. going to say, if they think that he's been dead for 18 years, no, I could see the three-day thing. No, he, he he was somewhere else in the time. Yeah, like, right. how do you, okay. Um, it says zombies and pop culture. Um, according to the undead 18th century um, by Linda Troost, uh, zombies appeared in literature as far back as 1697 and were described as spirits or ghosts, not cannibalistic fiends. Um, they arrived on the film scene around the same time as their monster peers, Frankenstein and Dracula, uh, with the 1932 release of White Zombie. Um, but it wasn't until 1968 that zombies acquired a cult following of their own with the release of Night of the Living Dead, uh, directed by George Romero. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. It's like the zombie classic. Okay. Um, over the next 15 years, Romero directed two more zombie films, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. As special effects technology improved with each film, the zombies appeared more gruesome and realistic. Um, from the 1980s on, dozens of zombie films were made. Even Scooby-Doo battled zombies in the 1998 film Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Um, and the 2013 release of World War Z starring Brad Pitt brought zombie culture to a disturbing new level. <laughs> I, I never I saw that one. Okay, like, the zombies that move slow are fine, but the zombies that move fast kind of freak me out. So I never saw the movie, but um, the book was amazing, and it's different. I think the movie follows one story. You know, I think it just follows, like, Brad's, Brad Pitt's story. But yeah. the book, every chapter is written, you know, supposedly, because it's a fiction, written by mm -hmm. a different person. Oh, okay. so, so one is, like, you know – so, okay, so the book is supposed to take place, I think, 10 years after the zombie apocalypse happened. So it already happened and it's better now. Mm -hmm. But by the time the book is written, so it's people's accounts of what happened 10 years ago. Uh, okay. Um, and so it sounds so, like Game of Thrones, how that, the, how those books are written. Oh, like really? Each I have chapter is a different um, yeah. or character. A different yeah, yeah, it was really cool. But they don't like intertwine at all. But some of the chapters were incredibly sad. Some mm -hmm. of them were actiony, you know, told by someone in the military. Some mm -hmm. of them were hilarious. I think one of them was told by Paris, you know, I think it was Paris Hilton's bodyguard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. and so they were funny. So it was a, an, it's an amazing book. Yeah, super great. I had high hopes for the movie. But then I heard it was just like one story, just totally different from the book. And I was like, hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, and, and about saving this guy's family. So I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the family drama. Come on. I'm like really? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't see yeah. it. I heard it was a good movie though. Yeah. I, I heard it was it. good, but I don't, I don't ever plan on watching it. Yeah. I don't think I will. That doesn't seem like something that I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it, 
Uh, we're oh, okay. It says, not surprisingly, uh, television jumped on the zombie bandwagon with shows like iZombie and Helix, um, but no zombies ever terrified more television viewers than those on The Walking Dead. Um, each show features a post-apocalyptic zombie feeding frenzy that leaves fans horrified yet unable to look away. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it says, are zombies in the Bible? It says, the modern-day carnivorous zombie isn't in the Bible, but there are many references to bodies being reanimated or resurrected, which may have inspired zombie myths throughout history. Um, The book of Ezekiel describes a vision where Ezekiel is dropped in a boneyard and prophesies to the bones. Um, The bones start to shake and become covered with muscle and flesh until they're reanimated, yet there's no breath in them. Um, And the book of Isaiah states... uh, Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body. They shall arise or shall they arise? Um, awaken, sing ye that dwell in dust for thy dew is um, as the dew of herbs and the earth shall cast out a, or cast out the dead. Um, it says, moreover, passages abound in the, in both the old and new testaments about the resurrection of saints and sinners in the end times. Um, this may be one reason so many zombie stories are associated with an apocalypse. Hmm. Um, says our fascination with zombies <laughs> says why does the modern world have such a love affair with zombies history may be to blame according to stanford literary literary scholar angela becerra videgar we'll go with it yeah. um videgar tells um stanford news she believes mankind's perception of violence took a drastic turn after the bombings of hiroshima and nagasaki uh, during world war ii um she feels such large-scale disasters cause people to fictionalize their deaths on a mass scale and focus on survival of the fittest, a common theme among zombie narratives. Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, uh, the CDC, agrees. They took advantage of zombie mania and created a zombie preparedness website <laughs> to mm-hmm. motivate people to prepare for disasters and offer tips on how to survive a zombie apocalypse and other catastrophes. Uh, the site was a huge hit. I didn't know that the CDC made up a... I did, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's pretty, yeah. I mean, obviously, there is no zombie virus, right? So what are they going to say about it? But they're like, in case something does happen of any variety, this is how you should prepare. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Um, I wonder if that's why people are hoarding toilet paper. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Uh, It says, whether you're a fan of zombies or the thought of running into one causes you to sleep with one eye open, (laughs) they're part of modern pop culture. Um, Although the zombie myth has a basis, in fact, today's zombies have taken on a life of their own. Hmm. That's that's our zombie research off of the history. Let's hope the zombie apocalypse never happens. I mean, I feel like, though, there's enough people that are into zombie like pop culture and stuff to where we like know how to kill them and know how to like deal you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah that's true but yeah uh so what was your idiot or ass butt moment from this week Okay, so I listen to most of my podcasts on Google Podcasts. Um, I'm not sure how that happened to me over Spotify. There is a couple that I listen to on Spotify, um, but in general, I like the way Google Podcasts is set up. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I have a bunch of podcasts on there that I've subscribed to, and um, there's a lot of them that I haven't listened to yet, but I was interested in checking out, so I've subscribed to them because they don't automatically download to my device but oh, I just wanted nice. a yeah yeah I wanted a way to like remember like oh yeah you want to check this one out at some point right mm-hmm. so I go to open up Google Podcasts 
and it's like empty. I have no saved podcasts, none. And I was like, oh, which is annoying because, you know, once when we publish new episodes every Saturday, I want to get on Google podcasts and see if the new, when the new episode is shown up, you know, Mm -hmm. so we can do like a social media post or whatever. Yeah. So I have no saved ones. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm looking up some of the ones that I know I had saved so I can resubscribe to them or it says I have no subscribed podcasts. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So I looked a couple up and I, I hit subscribe and it's like, Oh, you have to log in if you want to subscribe. And I'm like, okay. So it's like, what's your email? And I'm like, I give them my email and they're like, well, there's already, what did it say? It says you already have an account open on this device. Well, no shit. I have an Android, you know, I have my, I have my Google stuff all set up on there already and there was nothing else to do about it. It was like, you need to log in or, you know, you can't subscribe. So I lost all of my podcasts, There was 20 of them. And there was like 10 of them that I hadn't checked out yet. So I was just so mad. So I'm like, fine. I mean, I can listen to all my podcasts on Spotify. That's not a big deal, you know? Yeah. But I was just annoyed because I lost a bunch of them. And then um, like two weeks later, I open it up and they're all there again. Yeah. <laughs> I finally signed you in. I know. I know. So I don't know what needed to happen to fix that. Maybe they were just doing some maintenance, but it just really stressed me out for a while. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Google Podcasts, for stressing me out. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> I know. It all worked out fine in the end, but you know, well, that's I was kind good. of bummed. Yeah. That figured out. Yeah. So what was your aged or aspect moment? Okay. So. I was kind of an ass butt to Lynn the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, to be fair to myself, I hadn't had anything to eat that day, and when I get hungry, I get mean sometimes. I wasn't, I was just being difficult. You weren't, you weren't being, you were not being bitchy or mean, okay? You were just just being difficult. (laughs) (laughs) You're being difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hadn't eaten anything and I was hungry. Okay, this is why I have my, you know, disclaimer talk with everybody that I know. Because it's like, okay, if I'm going to hang out around you, just so you know, if I start to get hungry, I'm probably going to get real difficult and maybe a little mean. And so if I'm just like being crazy for no reason, like throw food at me. You also also had a little bit of a headache. So you were, I remember you were like, you answered the phone like, oh, well, isn't everyone just calling me today? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, hi. Well, I was like, yeah, everybody's calling me because my mom had like just called and I got off the phone with her and I don't even remember what it was like. I don't remember what she had. Oh, okay. So I got a new phone, right? And it wasn't working for, um, like the messaging wasn't quite working correctly, which is another agent and ask moment that I'll save for another time. But basically I sent a message to my, or my mom sent me a message and I responded and it responded as my Apple ID rather than my phone number. Okay. And she like called me immediately and was freaking out. You know, she's like, you've been hacked. You need to do this. And I'm just like, I can't deal with this right now. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? You know, like, well, you calm down. It's fine. I know. And she was like, freaking out about it. And so like immediately after I got off the phone with her and I was like, ah, like, I mean, you called like 
10 seconds after I hung up with her. That's so weird. And so I was just kind of like, ah! you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you snarked a little bit and then I was like, have you eaten anything today? And you were like, no. <laughs> and I was like, have you taken anything for your headache? And you were like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. So eat some food and take some goddamn Advil. <laughs> Like, you were like, Fine. yeah, yeah. You were like, I don't want to. Nothing like, sounds good. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. You were like, I don't know what I want to eat. Nothing sounds good. And I'm like, at this point, it doesn't matter what you put in your face, but you need to put something in your face. And you were like, Fine. <laughs> And then I ate, well, okay. And then I tried to eat an avocado and part of it was gross. And then I ate another and then I tried to eat another because there were two like little tiny avocados. And then I tried to eat the other one and most of that was gross too. And I was just like, you know, like, <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> and I think I ended up shoving oatmeal down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You did. But, I remember. Yeah. And so. you took some Advil. I took some ibuprofen. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> and then I think by the end of the conversation, I wasn't so much bitchy <laughs> anymore. Yeah, you were, you were fine. You weren't ever really bitchy. You were, you were totally fine. Just you were just, difficult. you just seemed a little frazzled and, and difficult. Difficult is a good word for it. But I was kind of being an ass butt. So <laughs> <laughs> again, mostly, I am sorry, Lynn. It's okay. <laughs> Most, an ass butt to you. <laughs> mostly it was funny. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. I, this is why I give people this disclaimer, because if I don't, and I'm just like being nasty to them, they get a little bit offended usually. Yeah. And so like, that's why it's like, okay, if I'm going to spend any amount of time with anybody, I'm like, listen, if I start to get cranky for no reason, I'm hungry. Give me food. Even if I don't know that I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Give me food. Yeah. So, there's that. Yeah. I get, I can get like that when I'm hungry. I get, I get hangry. I sure do. I also get a little panicky. Yeah, so, I can yeah. a little bit sometimes. Mostly, like, I get cranky. My stomach will start to hurt, which doesn't help things. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I get a little headachey. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Good old food. I know, right? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Idgits and Aspects podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.